Blog Talk Radio. Yeah. It's Mr. Encore. Fantasy, sports, and politics. Crew. Yeah. Check. Fantasy, sports, and politics. Ain't no other talk show hot as this. Cover every sport and we get it all right. Log on the site, you can listen tonight. Talk about the game, who in first place. You can even call up, state your own case. Football, b-ball, soccer too. Log on, ain't nobody stopping you. It's fantasy, sports, and politics crew. Yeah, come on. Fantasy, sports, and politics crew. Yeah. Fantasy, sports, and politics crew. Fantasy Sports and Politics Crew. Yeah, lock on. Peace. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to a, another edition of the FSP Crew Show. I am your esteemed host, JT, a.k.a. The Master. And as always, this time of night, I'm joined by my esteemed co-host, my fellow Jersey guy, my brother from another mother. We call him Jeff the Joker. And uh, let me bring him in, and then I'll tell you what's going to happen for this show. What's up, Jeff? Hey, Jerry. What's going on with you? Nothing much, man. We uh, are getting closer to um, a regular season. And people, the third preseason games are underway. A couple of them tonight. Dolphins versus the Eagles. Uh, right now it's tied up. And the uh, Panthers and the Jaguars. I think the Panthers ha- are, are up by uh, a touchdown, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and uh, the third preseason game, which is a, for all intents and purposes, Jeff, uh, uh, a, a dress rehearsal, so to speak, of uh, who actually are going to be the starters um, as, as of now. And uh, for each team, and you have a better perspective on what these teams are going to look like um, in the preseason game. Because this, for all intents and purposes, this is the real deal. Most of these game, uh, um, players, uh, with the exception of a few, are probably going to go into the third quarter to give them some real work um, uh, and some game time work, not just a couple of series or, or a quarter. Uh, we're talking about two or three quarters, maybe uh, uh, the first half and part of the uh, second half, to get these guys on, more on the same page, let me put it that way. Um, and uh, right now, like I said, the Dolphins and the, and the uh, uh, Eagles are playing right now. Uh, the Panthers and Jaguars are also playing. Um, on Friday, it's uh, the Patriots and the Lions. Uh, that should be a pretty decent one. I'd like to see that. They're playing in, in, in Detroit. And this was, this one should be really good. Um, see what, what the two teams are really made of. They have uh, top-flight defenses. And, you know, these two teams, even though the Seahawks, have won a Super Bowl. These two teams, in my opinion, are pretty similar. One in the AFC, one in the NFC. Um, and not to 
I wouldn't say um, dynamic, but reliable quarterbacks. Um, receiving core is eh. They rely mainly on their running game and play action. So I'm really excited to see that that game. On Saturday, we have my Texans versus the Saints. That should be pretty interesting. Uh, and the Bills versus the Ravens. And the Jets versus the Giants in their annual game. And the Cardinals, majority of the games are on Saturday. Cardinals versus the Falcons should be interesting. Colts versus the Steelers. Browns versus the Buccaneers. And before I go any further, Jeff, um, any of those games, I know it's preseason, but it's the third game. So these, these teams are playing basically for real. They want to be able to, to get these guys some work and see where, where they're at as, really as a team. Any of these games up until the point that I talked to you about um, the Cardinals versus the you know, The last one I talked about was the Colts versus the Steelers. Um, and but I had the Cardinals versus the Falcons, Jets versus the Jets, Giants, Bills versus the Ravens, Texans versus the Saints on Saturday. That's all on Saturday. And Chiefs versus the Seahawks tomorrow, along with the Patriots and Lions. And the two two games are going right now. What's anything of, of those games? I know it's a lot of them. Intrigue you, or are you anxious to see? Well, I'm biased. Uh, uh, you know, I don't know the the Giants Jets game. Uh, you know that. That catches a lot of people's interest. Uh, I'll tell you, I wish they played, ev- you know, every year in the regular season, because mm-hmm. when they play for real, there's a lot of excitement locally. Yeah, and, it is. Uh, I, it, I think the NFL could do it. I think this was how baseball used to do their interleague uh, play for interconference games. If they just had mm-hmm. the NFC East play the AFC East every year instead right. of rotating it. Um, I'd be fine with that. That means Giants would play um, the Jets, New England, um, Miami, and Buffalo every year, and I guess they'd alternate who'd be at home. I think that'd be great. But the, then they also, my thing is, they got a real line in the AFC, move Miami to the south, Indianapolis to the north, and Baltimore to the east. A three-way switch, but that would make the most sense geographically. You might lose a couple rivalries, but the new geographic rivalries would be even better. So uh, I think that would work even better. Miami doesn't belong in the East. I mean, come on, give me a break. Well, I I agree with you. At one point, uh, Indianapolis was in the East, if I'm not mistaken. So, um, well, that was when they were in Baltimore. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's true. Um, Um, yeah, and now the score is uh, Dolphins 21, Eagles 14. Um, and the Panthers 7 nothing. like I said, over the Jaguars. Um, but uh, like I said, the one game in the last next couple of days that really intrigues me um, is the Chiefs and the Seahawks playing tomorrow. Two sim- in my opinion, two similar teams with same, same, maybe one quarterback a little bit, a little better than the other, but uh, very similar teams in, in the makeup of the team, uh, in my opinion. Um, I don't know how you feel about that, but uh, the Chiefs are looking for a running game, same as the Seahawks. Uh, they're looking for 
uh, wide receivers. Now they have a wide receiver in Tyreek Hillman and Chiefs. And the Seahawks have Doug Baldwin, but they're looking for that second second um, or third wide receiver. And they do, they also, both of them, have very dynamic pass-catching tight ends and a very good defense to uh, back the offense up. I'm really uh, uh, intrigued on watching that. On Channel 2 tomorrow, I'm not plugging Channel 2, but it is on Channel 2 tomorrow. Well, and uh, CBS, you got to say CBS because some of the listeners, it might be a different channel in their market. That's true. You're absolutely. CBS, it's CBS. It's Channel 2 in our area, but it's CBS is the uh, national station. Um, yes. And uh, I'm really, uh, really looking forward to watching that. It's probably, I don't know what's, I don't know what to expect. Um, uh, I I can imagine that the both defenses are going to bring it um, and stifle the offenses, or is it going to be the other way around? You you don't know. Um, And those two teams, uh, in my opinion, are pretty similar. Um, Not too much difference in them. One's in the NFC, one's in the AFC. Uh, One is the NFC West. The other one's in the AFC West. So, I mean, they got a lot of similarities being in in a Western Conference, Western Division, in in, in their respective conferences, um, and but the makeup of the team is basically um, is about the same, to tell you the truth. One's won a Super Bowl and, and lost a Super Bowl. The other one is trying to get there. So I mean, there is there are some similarities, and then there aren't. Um, and then we move on to the like uh, a little further on in. in um, on, on Saturday, where we have the, and I think it's looking more and more like we are going to have our first rookie quarterback that's going to be starting for a team uh, among the rookie quarterbacks is the Deshaun Kaiser for the Cleveland Browns, who for the last two games, the first and second game of the preseason, has outplayed. Any quarterback on the Browns by, a, in my opinion, a wide margin. He looks like, um, and I'm not exaggerating, he looks like he's a, uh, been playing for a couple of years. He doesn't look like he's too, too affected by the big stage. Um, he seems like he's pretty comfortable moving around in the pocket, um, running when he has to, uh, and, and delivering the football because he's got a cannon for an arm. And he's pretty accurate. Uh, he's been pretty accurate so far, but he's going up against the Buccaneers that a lot of people have high expectations for, and he's going to be. I'm talking about the Sean Carson. He's going to be starting, so that means uh, Brock Osweiler, who is, was on the trading block when he got traded uh, uh, from the Texans to the Browns and was supposedly on the trading block, then is back on the trading block from what um, all reports have um, put, been put out, and that the rookie has pushed himself to the forefront uh, and with a real good showing uh, this week against a extremely good, talented team against the Buccaneers who, um, like I said, have uh, uh, a lot of people have high expectations for Sorry, for Jameson Company, um, 
this is going to be a good test. And it's in Tampa Bay. It's not even in his home stadium. So this is going to be a pretty good test um, for the Browns. What's your thoughts? I don't know if you've caught in Deshaun Kaiser playing the first two games, but he looked pretty damn good. Um, and and uh, this should be a decent test for him. What's your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, uh, the league needs quarterbacks, you know. Uh, I mean, not every guy could be great, but it just seems they get harder and harder to find and develop. Um, uh, Brock Osweiler uh, really has not been very impressive in his NFL career. And, I, you know, I wonder if it goes back to his development. I mean, I think he basically started one season in college. I don't understand why a guy like that leaves early. You know, I could see if a guy starts three seasons and then is like, hey, I don't want to risk an injury, you know, uh, that I can understand. But, you know, you got one season as a starter and you have a year of eligibility left, what are you leaving for? And then I think uh, he went to the Broncos. I think when he was drafted, I don't think they had Peyton Manning yet. So it's probably hard for him to get snaps, you know, when uh, in practice when uh, Peyton Manning was starting. And then uh, his last year in Denver, uh, he split time with Manning. Neither one of those guys looked very good, but, you know, uh, Manning had uh, reasons, you know, his injuries caught up with him. And now, uh, you know, I'll tell you, and, and I I have uh, issues with John Elway, but, you know, I, I got to give him credit. He's been a very good executive. Not every great player is a great executive. And, you know, you need a – you want a great quarterback in the NFL. It's hard to win without one. But giving a lot of money to a very ordinary guy is not going to make him great. So, uh, you know, they made a nice offer to Osweiler, but – they were smart not to break the piggy bank because they could still win without a great quarterback as long as they have uh, most of that defense intact. Um, so, uh, yeah, you know, I, I'll tell you, the Browns need something. Uh, they have new management, new philosophy. Uh, one of their many issues since, uh, you know, rejoining the league uh, has been a quarterback. So there's uh, a couple ways to look at it. You could say they're cursed, but you could also say they're due. Law averages somebody's got to work out a quarterback for them. And, uh, you know, hey, uh, maybe it'll be Kaiser. So, uh, you know, hope, hope, it, uh, hope it happens. Uh, Cle- Cleveland's a good football town. It's a, it's a good town. I've actually been to Cleveland. And, uh, you know, they, they need a break. You know, they need something. I mean, I know they got, they got a title from the Cavaliers, but that's a football town, you know. So uh, they, they need some relevance with the Browns. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm, um, I'm really, uh, um, I'm exactly sure when that game is going to be. At, it's probably gonna, it's going to be a repeat because it's not on national TV, it's not on the NFL Network, as far as I can see. Um, so, oh, excuse me. Sometime, every, every preseason game is on the NFL Network. Not necessarily every, live, but every preseason yeah, game is on the NFL yeah, Network. Yeah. I understand that. What what I meant to say was that it, it's going to be on the NFL Network, but I don't know what time you'll be able right. to catch oh. it. Because a lot of these, lot of these, lot of these games are played, uh, re- repeated, uh, broadcast, uh, uh, twelve o'clock, one o'clock, two o'clock, three o'clock in the morning, uh, uh, or, or something like that. Maybe in the middle of the afternoon, uh, you have to check your local uh, schedule for your um, whoever you you have your. Um, uh, TV service for 
uh, to find out what the schedule is for the NFL Network um, and find out what, what games, whatever games you're interested in, um, when they're broadcast. And hopefully you can, if you, if you know what time it is, you can record it and watch it at your convenience um, for, for the simple reason that it may be your favorite team and you, and you want to be able to watch it or for that beloved fantasy football season. And I think the fan, national draft day is tomorrow, if I'm not mistaken. I think it's tomorrow. Um, I think it's sometime this weekend, if I'm not mistaken. Anyway, um, also on Saturday is the Chargers versus the Rams, which is pretty interesting. Chargers haven't won a preseason game. The Rams are undefeated in preseason. They're playing in L.A. Uh, so it's a L.A. versus L.A. Uh, and, and that's probably that's probably going to be a year yearly preseason event. The two L.A. teams are going to go against each other. If not in a regular season, definitely in a in a preseason. Um, I think that's what's going to happen. I I I I, uh, I, I got a funny feeling that the, they're going to do that just like they do with the New York teams. And then we have the uh, that's at eight o'clock, along with eight o'clock games. Interesting game. I think Zeke is, Zeke Ezekiel Elliott's going to play in this game. Uh, the and uh, Raiders versus the Cowboys. Um, that's eight o'clock, and then on another game on Saturday uh, would be the Packers versus the Broncos. Um, and we'll see what, what uh, uh, and, and that's another interesting thing because the fact that it looks like Trevor Simeon has beaten out Paxton Lynch for the um, uh, starting quarterback job. So it's going to be Trevor Simeon uh, playing the majority of the snaps in this uh, third preseason game against the Packers at home in, in Denver. And we have to wait and also wait and see. Uh, um, how the uh, running back position is going to shake out for the Broncos and also for the Packers. Um, see, I think Jamal Charles is supposed to get some extended work for the first time in preseason. I think it's a put up or shut up for Jamal Charles. Um, uh, I think that he only gets his one shot really to prove himself. He may play sometime uh, depending on how he comes out of this game, um, the uh, fourth preseason game. But this seems like this is the um, uh, showcase, so to speak, for Jamal Charles. Supposedly, like I said, he's supposed to play, play an extended period of time on Saturday night. And then Sunday, there's uh, three games on. Uh, the Bears with the exciting rookie Mitchell Trubisky uh, um, against the Titans in Tennessee against uh, uh, a uh, – quarterback and offense and, and a team, I should say, the Titans up and coming. Um, what, what are they going to show? Are they going to show some improvement from last week to this week? And then you have the Bengals. And you got, and, and, and this is ironic. This is another team or games, Jeff, that I'm intrigued about for the simple reason that these two teams are seem to be I'm not exactly sure. Uh, they're they're a, uh, uh, mm, a I don't know what they are. Let me put it that way. That's exactly what the dilemma is. 
You don't know what type of team you have in these two teams, and they're playing each other this week. Um, uh, you got Andy Dalton at one, Kirk Cousins at another. And what – it's just like a box of chocolates. I hate to say it like that. You never know what you're going to get <laughs> from either, either one of these teams. And it's going to be very interesting at 4 o'clock in the afternoon on a Sunday. And I won't be watching it because I'll, I'll be in a draft uh, at, at, at uh, 3 o'clock. So I'll be in the live draft, and there's no way I'll be watching this game. But I'll be, I'll be recording it because um, we're keeping track of it uh, just in case there's any of the players that I happen – I'm not saying I am, but I happen to, to draft um, – are doing – good doing bad or getting hurt that's always key um but these two teams before i get to the last two teams that are playing uh, on 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 sunday talk to me about what your thoughts about the Bengals and redskins for this year Mm, well uh i'll tell you the uh you know redskins people debate the uh the value of Kirk Cousins. Um, you know, it's funny. I think of him with the uh, uh, somewhat similar to the uh, situation in Denver where the guy who's supposed to be – the young guy's supposed to be the backup ends up being the starter because the guy who's supposed to be the starter, you know, disappoints. Uh, and uh, I'll tell you, I, I scratched my head when the Redskins uh, drafted Cousins in the fourth round and that's one of the reasons, a good example, uh, why uh, I think the uh, NFL draft should be abolished uh, because, I'll tell you, it, it stunk if you were Kirk Cousins. I mean, he could have gone to Canada, but the the money and the opportunity, and the, you know, it's not the same up there. Um, you know, and I, I mean, I guess, you know, he would have been free to, you know, leave after his contract's up, but then they franchised him. Um, but that stinks when, you know, as good as he is to know, he was only going to play in the event of an injury. I mean, that, that's nonsense. And, um, you know, the draft is uh, is ridiculous. Believe me, when I came out of high school, nobody drafted me and said, oh, now you got to go work in Buffalo or, or whatever. No disrespect to Buffalo, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, I think uh, the Redskins have, have some uh, turnover, no, no pun intended, at, at wide receiver. So, uh, uh you know, they don't have Pierre Garçon, they don't have Deshaun Jackson, so they have uh they signed Terrell Pryor and uh they got Jamison Crowder, so it should be interesting to see. You know, they had a very good good group at the skill positions last year, but now they have some uh you know, change of personnel, which happens to every NFL team. It's the uh, nature of the game. And uh you wanna see how uh how well these uh the new players uh, assimilate into the offense. Uh, and, uh, you know, uh, Cincinnati, I don't know if they're uh, nearing the end of their window. I mean, they've been a, a good team for a while. Uh, never quite got over the hump. But uh, I'll tell you, though, uh, I'm sure maybe the fans now, they're used to making the playoffs. But before it is, uh, you know, well, it was before this, but, you know, for a while, there was about a decade where they were irrelevant. So uh, yep. Yep. that was a while ago. So uh, I don't think they want to go back to those days. Um, nope. And, uh, you know, Cincinnati's got a lot of talent on that team. Uh, you know, they got uh, three guys in uh, the mix in the backfield. and uh, But they got, you know, they got their talent. And, of course, they got their injury question marks with uh, Tyler Efer, you know. Um, 
when he's healthy, you know, he's a touchdown machine, but that that's a big if. So, uh, but I'll tell you, you know, the it's so hard to get excited about these preseason games because, uh, you know, the teams, they don't show a lot, you know, they, uh, I mean, the, I think they still need at least two, two preseason games. They might not need four, but you know, they don't, they, they play very vanilla and, uh, you know, I mean the third week three is the, the most relevant, but, uh, they don't want to show too much, and I, I can't blame them. So, well, uh, 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 and, and let's go to the last game. And uh, I think we're going to be be cutting this thing short in about six, five or six minutes. Um, two teams supposedly going in opposite directions. Um, one with a dynamic running back, hoping to revive. The running uh, uh, running back position in um, uh, in Minnesota, and a new coaching staff um, with the 49ers because the 49ers are visiting Vikings. Uh, 49ers are in a retooling mode. Uh, that's that's saying, being nice about not saying it's a rebuild, just a retool. And uh, the Vikings, who are Want, who want to be a little bit more relevant than, than they were last year. Um, with a full season of Sam Bradford, uh, full off season, I should say, with Sam Bradford um, as the starting quarterback. Because uh, Teddy Bridgewater is still on the mend. Um, don't know if he's ever going to come back to what he was before. Um, and they have some weapons, um, and the exact opposite can probably be said for the 49ers. Um, they're a, a work in progress with Brian Hoyer being the quarterback and Pierre Garçon, formerly of the uh, Washington Redskins. Um, they also have um, um, Jeremy Curley, if I do believe, and uh, Carlos Hyde, and also uh, – John Williams uh, in the backfield. And uh, a new guy, Maeda, um, who seems to be trying to take the backup position for a um, Carlos Hyde. So they, they have um, – they're trying to build something that Kyle Shanahan can work with, and John Lynch being their GM. Um, give me your thoughts, Jeff, on how you think the – 49ers and the uh, Vikings on those two teams. You know, I'll tell you, uh, maybe uh, the uh, combination of Lynch and Shanahan might be the guys to turn it around for San Francisco because that team went right down the tubes when uh, uh, I can't believe uh, when their very successful coach Harbaugh left. Um, yes. You know, I mean, and you know, and then you know, this will be their fourth head coach in four seasons, which is not a situation you want to be in. But that that's just what the situation dictated. It it, it wasn't worth keeping uh, Chip Kelly an extra year just to avoid that because it's obvious it wasn't working out with him. And uh, you know, uh, it's it's uh, everything's. Uh, I don't know about the, I don't know quite, but you know, it's, it's all uphill for uh, the Forty ers So, uh, um, but uh, you know, they 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 probably got some uh, deep sleepers. I mean, Carlos Hyde, 
it's a big if. If he could stay healthy, he'd be a top running back. But uh, he hasn't been able to achieve that, unfortunately. And a lot of new faces, a lot of question marks there. Um, and uh, Minnesota, um, you know, they they have uh, some uh, good young talent. Uh, you know, they no longer have the services of uh, Adrian Peterson, but uh, they drafted a good-looking running back. Um, you know, I think uh, Bradford, uh, he can be very good if, uh, you know, he could, you know, stay on the field, which he did last season. So, uh, you know, give him credit for that. Um, and, uh, yeah, it'd be nice if Teddy Bridgewater came back. I, I don't know if they could activate him during the season. You know, I mean, if – I mean, I guess, you know, they'd probably – I think they have to put him on the pup if he, I don't think he's ready. And then, uh, you know, there's a possibility – I don't know if there's a possibility they could uh, – activate him in the middle of the year. I don't know if what what the intentions are or, you know. I think I think uh, they put if they put him on a pup list, if he makes if he's on a team, they put him on a pup list, he's eligible eligible to come off of that what week 7? I think he yeah, week I 8 think so, something yeah. like that. Yeah. Um you know, so uh but then you know, they've got a they got a good group of uh, skilled players in Minnesota. Um uh you know, I like Stephon Diggs. I got him in my dynasty leagues, and Adam Thielen, I think, is the other wide receiver. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, besides uh, uh, Cook, I think is the name of the, the rookie running back. But then they got a, they signed uh, the veteran um, from the Raiders, um, uh, the tall guy. Um, uh, I think he's still on the mend. But uh, you know, and they got Kyle Rudolph, very good tight end. They, you know, so. Uh, uh, most NFL teams have uh, at least a few fantasy-relevant guys. Even horrible teams usually have a couple guys. But, you know, I remember some years where, like, uh, you know, the Raiders would have maybe two guys who were fantasy-relevant, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. And uh, then I remember there was one year it seemed like there was about four or five teams who, who were like, uh, you know, the black hole for fantasy because they had so few relevant guys. Um, you know, they their guys – who were relevant were only relevant in the deeper leagues, you know. So yep. uh, it's part of the joy of fantasy. Speaking of fantasy, um, I'm about to close the show out. For those who you who are listen, used to listening to us on Thursday, and also on Saturday and Sunday, uh, Saturday we will be doing a live draft on the FSP Cruise Show. Um. It's 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. But the draft doesn't start from the double lead until 1.30. And we'll be doing a live draft. Um, and Vic and I and whoever else jumps up there, maybe Jeff or whoever else jumps up in the, in a dra- in a, uh, in, in the, uh, in the conversation, uh, we'll be talking about our picks and explaining why we picked them, when we picked them, and who we picked um, at, uh, uh, at draft time. That's 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the FSP show. And on, ten, on, on Sunday, I missed last Sunday where I was supposed to do the tight ends. Well, I'm going to double up this, this Sunday. 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'm going to rank my tight ends and my running backs. Uh, and, uh, and that will be closing out my end of it. Uh, on the skill positions of the uh, uh, fantasy, Vic, like I said on on, on uh, um, uh, uh, Saturday, we'll be doing a live draft. So you're going to get some fantasy this weekend. 
um, live draft and also uh, 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 rankings for the tight end and running back. Draft season is in full effect now. I mean, it's getting close, people. The season starts in, what, uh, two weeks, a little more than two weeks uh, on a Thursday night. So this is the time to, to get your act together, to get yourself together, know who, what you, what's happening in your leagues, know what, what kind of changes may have taken from, from last year to this year, and, and you've made adjustments into your draft strategy. Um, and most important, know when your draft time so you, you don't get left saying, I didn't know, and, and you're on auto draft. And no one wants to be on auto draft. That's one of the most I, – I can't stand auto draft. Anyway, it happens, but um, you don't want it to happen to you. All right, Jeff, talk to us before we get out of here, and then we can be on our way. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of auto draft, and if if, if for some reason you do auto draft, don't mess up the programming because I've seen guys who try to program their draft, and I've seen that messed up beyond recognition, and uh, uh, don't like that. And uh, uh, yeah, I'm in that draft at 1:30 on Saturday, and uh, I doubt I'll be calling in because I want to focus on my draft. Uh, I just uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm. I'm you know, I, it's just I don't want any distraction. That's just I don't know. That's, That's fine. The way That's, I fine. Am. That's fine. That's yeah. fine. There's, yeah. there's so, nothing uh, wrong with that. Yeah, you know, um, I probably shouldn't admit it, but I, I want to focus as much as I can, and uh, you, you know, uh, and I'm afraid even if it's just a little bit, I, I, I don't want to take that chance. You know, I, I, I play it safe. I and, fully um, understand, Jeff. I fully understand. And um, I got. Oh, excuse me. I got an auction draft on Sunday, and those Ooh. things are, are like all-night poker games. Those are insane. Oh um, God. Yeah, um, but but I I dig that league, and uh, those are my guys. And uh, you know, uh, I was the champ in that league two years ago. I got got knocked out of the playoffs last year, but uh, I'm I'm looking real good for this year. So I want to I want to be a, a two-timer. You know, a two-time champ in that league. Because that league's for real, you know, 14 teams, which I don't usually like 14. I prefer 10 to 12. But Mm -hmm. for, you know, the format we use with dynasty, you know, contracts, I mean, this this league's more complicated than calculus. You know, Mm -hmm. for our format, I I like to keep guys if possible. With the 14 teams, 20-man roster, it works well. Because, you know, you can keep – Yeah, yeah. You you could – um, keep a promising young guy when it's, you know, 10 teams, 12 teams, you're only going to keep the stars, really, you know? And, and I'd rather just keep the young developing guys and not spend the big bucks on your salary cap for the stars. But, you know, some people use that strategy well for uh, auction uh, drafts, which are becoming more popular for football. They're very popular in baseball. Um but uh, very complicated, and, uh, you know. Uh, oh, oh, and another thing for uh, people, you know, double-check. Uh, I mean, you should be already have done mocks, but uh, I just got a new computer or a semi-new computer, and that messed <laughs> up my CBS mock, and I lost all the audio, so it's a good thing I double-checked ahead of time. So this sure. is what you got to do, you know. you got to mm-hmm. be a Boy Scout, but you got to be prepared. 
Yep. You can't you can't win it on draft day, but you could lose it on draft day. And believe me, it, nobody drafts perfect. You could be the best fantasy guy in the world. Nobody drafts perfect. Right. But you don't you don't want to foobar it. And believe me, I'd be ticked off if I'm dealing with some lousy fantasy team, you know, September, October, November, because I didn't pull myself together for an hour or two, you know, or three, depending on the league, for for a draft, you know. Mm-hmm. And yep. I'll, I'll tell you, I oh, excuse me, I, I'll never forget, I had two drafts on the same day, which isn't that big of a deal. You know, it depends on the drafts, but the the uh, the first one was for that auction league. Oh. So at at the end of that one, you know, I was burger, you know, and <laughs> I had to suck it up yeah. for, for the next one, you yeah. know. Um, yeah. But, you know, sometimes because of the scheduling, you got to do what you got to do, you know. But believe me, I was so focused because I knew that whole day was spoken for, you know. Um, yeah. You know, I had to drive up to West Milford because, you know, the auction draft was in person. But it's a good bunch of guys because uh, I, I, it, it lasts a long time. But, you know, the people are polite. The people are prepared. You know what I'm saying? It, yeah. it doesn't drag on unnecessarily. Mm-hmm. And, and I just knew. I had to clear my schedule, and I had to be totally prepared. And then as soon as that was done, you know, hasta la vista, then fly back home so I could do the next one, you know? Yeah. I uh, I, I understand that. I, uh, I had a, I think three years ago, two live drafts in the same day and also a online draft. And I was toast, toast by the end of the day. Um, I was totally, totally exhausted. Couldn't think straight. Um, and uh, I'll never do that again. Uh, I got two drafts tomorrow. Both of them are online. And, on a, and then a, a live draft uh, on Sunday. Um, and that's late in the afternoon. So, um it's a full weekend, um, but I'm anxious to get my uh, drafting on, so to speak, and see what I got to work with um, in the three leagues that I draft this weekend. Um, but um, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, I think I'm in seven leagues this year, uh, three on this weekend, and uh, I got three drafts next weekend. Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. So, um, and I don't know what's going on with uh, our other person that that from the crew. Um, he hasn't sent a date. Um, I have no idea what's going on with that. I I reached out to him more than once, and uh, I don't know if that's a, just a dead league. Um, I think it may you be know, Jeff. I've been meaning to send another group email regarding that league. I mean, yeah. I hate mm-hmm. to say it, maybe. I mean, we. The thing is. Uh, we could even do the draft late because that that first game's a Thursday night, but that's only one game, you know. Right. So we we you know it's not the ideal, or I hate to say it, you know, better luck next year. Maybe we could try to do it again next year. I mean, mm-hmm. but I think with fantasy, like with real sports, it's implied you play every year. Um, yep. Yeah, a little disappointed with that, but uh, you know these things happen, unfortunately. Yep. Yep. Uh, we were one in one league. Uh, Victor had that was going for over 15 years, and he had to uh, shut that league down because of uh, lack of participation, which was a surprise because 
think that's one of the first leagues, uh, one of the first leagues I got in uh, when I uh, got associated with Victor. So oh, you know, uh, I, I was a little, you know, a little surprised about that. So I, I got an idea. Got an idea. Maybe we can merge the two leagues, possibly. I don't know how similar they are, but yeah. uh, it's a thought. Yeah. yeah, that's a thought, too. All right, let's get out of here. Uh, uh, Jeff, uh, I want to thank you for joining me tonight. Uh, and for people who've listened up until this point, I want to thank you for listening. Tune in next week, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We'll be talking about the last preseason a- a- a week and a uh, uh, talking about the up-and-coming season. Uh, in fact, we'll be on the air at in um, uh, September – what is it now? September 7th. We'll be on the air as the first game is being played. Um, so um, fantasy is going to be right around the corner, and we're going to try to fulfill all your fantasy needs um, on the three shows we have. This show, FSP Crew, FSP Show, and also the Master Plan. Without that being said, enjoy the rest of the evening, and see you next week. Yeah, it's Mr. Encore, fantasy, sports, and politics, crew, yeah, check, fantasy, sports, and politics, ain't no other talk show hot as this, cover every sport and we get it all right, Love-